Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes of gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. It's the final countdown of, uh, of uh, 2017, as it were. And uh, tonight we're looking back, reflecting on our first uh, almost two years of this podcast with a, uh, a fantastic little award show mm-hmm. uh, with some big awards being extremely important towards people have been vying for these for uh, even before the podcast was around i'm sure yeah (laughs) i would just like to say that steve has put all of the research remembering (laughs) if just put 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 his all into this awards show and so i'd like to give him a round of applause oh oh please you shouldn't have oh that's not oh oh everybody Oh my goodness. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Aren't you impressed they trained the cats to clap? Yeah, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> I don't know. Let's hear just the cats. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. Wow. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, in reflection, sweetie, do you remember about this time last year? No. Okay. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> do you remember any of our past episodes? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sure we did cowboys versus dinosaurs that definitely was one of them (laughs) this year has been huge for us mostly Mm -hmm. um huge growth i mean uh, honestly this time last year we had done about 40 42 episodes something like that you want to guess how many downloads we had total for the year of 2016 45 pretty close uh about 400 all right yeah so uh, So thank you guys out there Thank you guys so much. Yeah, because this year, well over 8,000. Woo! Um, basically the same, well, a couple more episodes, but... I, yeah, and I blame incredible. our fabulous guests. Oh, yes, all of our fabulous guests, uh, mm-hmm. the movie Pod Squad, Castaways, Woo! Potter and Family... Moms, um, hi mom! Yeah, yeah family out hi, there. Susan. Hey guys! <laughs> Let's face it, uh, just all of our listeners across the world. <laughs> uh, and we're growing every day, too. 
Yes. My God, this week it's been like a hundred downloads a day, and that's just we nuts. couldn't do it without you guys. <laughs> I cannot download that many episodes. <laughs> exactly. I say so the first year you. it was pretty much just us, and maybe your mom, <laughs> and occasionally your mom. Occasionally, when when she remembered she had a <laughs> what a podcast was. Uh, but yeah, we're also over two thousand Twitter followers. Uh, we have over a thousand followers on Podbean, even though I'm sure ninety percent of them are spam bots. Uh, hey. hey. <laughs> Some of those are porn bots. Oh, lots of them are porn <laughs> bots. Uh, we've also done, gosh, like 12 full-length episodes, yeah. like 30 mini-episodes. Like oh, we, we did a lot this year. Thank you guys so we much. We do it all for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and our collaborations. Oh, my gosh. Mm. <laughs> this time last year, uh, we had our second collaboration. <laughs> yeah. When uh, Scott came over and we did Deep Blue Sea. Still one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. <laughs> it really is. Go back and listen Deepest, to that one. Deepest, bluest. My hat is uh, like a shark's fin with, with no arms awesome. and short sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. Oh, everybody loves oh, it. Oh. Oh. Uh, gosh, we also had your friend Sally in one for Dropped It Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, we had your mom for A Boy and His Dog. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had Katie for Face Off. That was that was her first time. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> Katie's first time with I'm pretty sure a Nicolas Cage movie. Oh my god, that's right. Or so, maybe she'd see National Treasure. Yeah, I don't something know. like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's seen leaving Las Vegas. Thought he was a real actor. <laughs> <laughs> she thought that was a docudrama. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what else? Oh, Brandon with basement conditions with a couple times. They did a yeah. double team. Uh, Brandon with what were they thinking? Um, so many Brandons and Brandons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Katie's been on a couple times. Uh, oh, Home Video Hustle. We had Brant yeah. with Ghost of Mars. We Amanda had... of Amanda's Picture Show. That's right. Oh, That's go. right. She was a Deep Impact. That's yeah. right. And Armageddon. Yeah, that was a good one. Gosh. Oh, Sci Fi Double Feature Drive In. Yeah. We love you guys. What were they thinking, King Arthur? Oh, oh we, we, were, we were on to... we were on theirs oh, we were for on that theirs. one. But yeah, that was awesome. We forced them to watch that freaking movie. <laughs> oh, we were on Basement Condition, uh, Maximum right. Overdrive. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're blessed on that one. Um, and then our celebrity interviews that oh popped up out of nowhere, which was awesome. Yeah, did not pop out of well, nowhere. Steve, what you guys don't know about Steve is he is much like a duck. He looks calm on the surface, but <laughs> under the water, he's paddling like hell. Quack. He, several times a day, is harassing uh, people's assistants. <laughs> and some of them just give in. It's true. Some of them just succumb, like, fine, fine, just stop stop sending me dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sven. We'll, we'll look forward to having you back. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sven Thorson, uh, Robin Paris from The Room, mm-hmm. uh, Tara Sands, Bubba yeah. Uh, and of course, our most recent one. The great, Dana Gould. The great Dana Gould. Uh, I'm standing against evil. Such a big year. And our goals are even higher for next year. We want more celebrities. Yeah. Uh, ooh, we have our giveaway that we're going to announce later oh, this episode. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Uh, thank you again for the five star reviews, those of you that have done that. Uh, we got you in the hat here. We'll get that all uh, taken care of a little later. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to do more of those. Uh, and we just want more feedback and interaction with you guys i mean yeah let us know what you like what you don't like yeah and of course uh izzy's amazing art we've had a lot more <laughs> this year so yeah looking more forward to that next year too look out for more movie monsters who love kittens See, they love it they absolutely love it See, everybody loves kittens it's true uh, <laughs> so without further ado shall we get to the awards the awards 
cards. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, first up, best movie of 2017. Ooh, that we watched in 2017. Of course, or... oh, from from this year. 2017. Oh, that, that was made this year. And a lot of good candidates out there. Ooh, and... what are the ones that uh, that that you have selected for us? <laughs> well, that we selected together. That we agreed on. <laughs> Uh, we have uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. Uh, Logan earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Definitely. Dunkirk. This is so good. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And John Wick Chapter 2. Oh, man. So many good shows. But we can only choose one. And Steve, we are that podcast. Are we? We're that podcast. We're going to give a movie love... For best movie of the year that nobody else is going to pick. <laughs> what, what is that? A little underappreciated film called John Wick Chapter 2. What? Oh, oh shit. Oh yeah. my god. I freaking love that movie. I want to know more about the whole world of the Continental. I want the uh, the concierge from the, uh, from the Continental to have his own spinoff. I want to know more about him. Just give it time. Because oh. it's making money. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. So good. John Chapter 2 uh, makes me waiting for Chapter 3. Yeah. This is the role that Keanu's perfect for. Completely emotionless and just handling weapons. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't looked up the... Uh, he has a train... How he was training to use weapons for this movie. It's a little video that's been going around uh, the Facebook and the YouTube and that. Holy shit, look that up. Keanu Reeves is kind of a badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a silent badass. He's also directed martial arts movies and shit like that too, which I don't think you didn't watch Man of Tai Chi with me, did you? I didn't. Yeah, it's uh, watched it's, it without. It's me. pretty good. Hopefully, a future guest for 2018, Keanu Woo! Reeves. Keanu, I know you're listening. Come on the podcast. Don't be shy. We know you're listening. We know yeah. you're a fan. Yeah. Um. Uh. So that leads us conversely to our next one, <laughs> the worst movie of 2017. Oh, and the man. nominees are 9-11, which we actually haven't even seen, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just judge that one. <laughs> just basically. Um, the Dark Tower. Uh, somebody out there is like, no, what are you talking about? That movie, it has great source material. <laughs> that movie has does have great source material. That movie is fucking awful. And I love Idris Elba. Yep, we also have Fate of the Furious. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Baywatch, uh, and Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Uh, uh, oh, oh, come on! It's not that. I mean, there's like uh, somebody from like every country, and uh, 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 all right. But this year's winner, quote unquote, <laughs> for worst movie of 2017 is Baywatch. No, I've been outvoted. I have you even seen Baywatch, sweetie? I watched it over your shoulder on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the best way to watch that movie. The, you, let's see, you were watching it, and the guy in the row in front of us were watching it. The only scene I saw from it? <laughs> them poking cadaver's dick. Yeah, that uh, that's when I turned the movie off. I, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm good. Thanks, guys. But the movie that we watched all the way through, that was truly, f- I'm sorry, fucking terrible. And it actually wins the pleasure of being our full-length commentary for this month. Uh, 
The fate of the furious. Woo! You all get to suffer with us. Uh, I think it sounds like a couple people will probably watch yeah. it with us. That's cool. That's Somebody cool. out there is going like, no, no, you're the podcast who loves King Arthur. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See? Oh, they love King Arthur. Oh, oh, stop, stop, stop. Alrighty. And so our, of our 2017 awards, next up we have... Give it a try. The Give It a Try Award. These are movies that questionable would be very suitable for a description of These them. are not good movies, but they're not nearly as bad as everybody is saying they are. They're not Indeed. nearly as bad as their Rotten Tomato scores would lead you to believe. Indeed. Uh, not like The Last Jedi. No, I was kidding. <laughs> uh, but our Give It a Try nominees are Annabelle Creation, Woo! The Mummy, Kong Skull Island. Yeah. And King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Oh, yeah. Any idea who could have won that award? I love all <laughs> of those movies, Steve. <laughs> Wait, I think I hear something in the distance. <laughs> Young men came from hunting, faint and weary. What is that? Is that a horse Wait. jumping towards an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's something slithering through the mountains. What could it be? Oh my no. god, it's a giant oh, snake! Ah! It's, a, it's a good thing we're super high on snake venom. Oh my god, you're super high. Why is he dragging high. a sword? Ah! Stop it! Stop and get super high. Yeah, baby. Now that snake won't. has got nothing on you, baby. The King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Yeah! Oh, that movie is not as bad as everybody made it out. It's today. really not. It's a good movie. In the last ten minutes will make you rethink. <laughs> but it's, uh, the first I want sequels. Ten, the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes are questionable. Yeah. But it's still not a bad movie. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here. It is the best King Arthur movie with a kung fu scene in it. <laughs> wow, going out on that ledge, sweetie. <laughs> Hope you got a parachute. <laughs> somebody, I, I'm putting this challenge out to all of our listeners. Somebody try and shoot me a King Arthur movie that has a better kung fu scene in it. I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely would like to see it. <laughs> uh, that's not ironic. I want to see it. No, no, ser seriously, we would love to no, see that seriously. movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. And now... Insert some music here. Our podcast awards. For, uh, we're including all of the movies all of that the we've movies. ever done since last year. We didn't do a real award show. Everybody gets a shot this year. That's right. Yeah, we have over ninety episodes at this point. Um, and most ninety movies. Yeah, ninety movies. More than half of them enjoyable, I would say. No, actually, oh. most of them. The vast majority. Yeah, I, a slim few that we were just. We injured ourselves rolling our eyes too much. <laughs> I merely popped them right out of the socket. <laughs> <laughs> there was only that one emergency room visit, Steve. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> and you've almost fully recovered. <laughs> almost. Almost. All right. So our first category, 
Uh, best actor. Um, yes. Occasionally we are blessed with incredible performances by real fucking actors. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, the nominees are Frank Langella from Cutthroat Island. Yes. Jack Nicholson, Wolf. Oh, yeah. Kurt Russell, Big Trouble in Little China. Woo! Ernie Hudson, Congo. Yeah. I nominated him. Ken Watanabe, The Last Samurai. Ooh, that's a legitimate role. And George C. Scott, Day of the Dolphin. Oh, so much swimming with dolphins. So much. And the winner for Best Actor in an EILFM movie. (laughs) Is not going to surprise anyone. (laughs) Who is it, sweetie? Big trouble in little China. I mean... Kurt Russell. <laughs> wait, wait. It, no, it. Kurt Russell. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, guys. guys. Kurt Russell. There we go. All That's right. right. That's right. All right, Kurt Russell. Congratulations. We can accept your award in person in an interview. That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> or you know, tweet us a mailing address. Won't stalk you at all. Not even a little bit. Not, no, I don't know why you would say so, that. Sweetie, don't cross your fingers when you say that. This is an audio podcast, Steve. Oh, that's right. (laughs) All right. So after Best Actor, we also have another very distinguished award for our our podcast. I enjoy almost as much. The -the over-the-top performance, which goes to another kind of thespian. Yes. The the thespians who, they don't stop at 100%. They give you a good 150, 160%. Indeed. (laughs) When you say stop, they say, I'm going to go about four inches further. Uh. Uh. Wait, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So the first over-the-top performance. Nicolas Cage, Vampire's Kiss. (laughs) I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! (laughs) Al Pacino, the devil's advocate. Where does he fuck? Everywhere! <laughs> Russell Crowe, virtuosity. Just because I carry the pleasure of killing your family inside me doesn't mean we can't be friends. <laughs> Orlando Bloom, three musketeers. Mm, blue is so last year. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, Batman and Robin. Oh my god. Do you remember any of the other pick pick a pun, sweetie? You know, you know. <laughs> all the puns. <laughs> all of the puns. Allow me to break the ice. Chill out. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, Reign of Fire. I don't even fucking know a quote for this one. It's just ah! <laughs> Wait. Jumping off a bridge with an axe towards a dragon. Nicolas Cage and John Travolta face off. I want to take his face off. Ooh, real good looking. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There we go. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, over the top. I don't know a quote for this one. Sometimes I just that's right (laughs) that's that's him being interviewed for an arm wrestling championship he's in the trucker division yeah look it up (laughs) uh chris tucker the fifth element ruby red 
There you are. <laughs> and Roddy Piper, they live. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And the winner for over-the-top performance. Oh, this is a tough one, Steve. This you one, we could have to... had multiple winners. Oh, but we're, instead... we're all winners for experiencing oh, this. But instead of having multiple winners, we have multiple winners. <laughs> <laughs> the winners are Nicolas Cage and John Travolta in Face Off. Could it... Could it really be any other choice? I mean, just just one oh. more, one more round of applause, everybody. Let's let's get it going. I love that movie. <laughs> I named my cat Caster Troy <laughs> before I met and my I husband. named your cat Pickleless Cage. You did, poor Mr. Pickles. Or he was just pickles. Little <laughs> pickly muffin. Yes, a pickle muffin. <laughs> pickle muffin. My bad, my bad. Pickle <laughs> muffin. Next category Best Actress. Ooh. Now, this one was tough, mostly because mm. not a lot of good actresses in the movies we watch, we, apparently. We do a lot of movies that do not have uh, the greatest roles for women. Movies with strong roles for women are rare already, and when you choose the genres that we tend to focus around, <laughs> i.e. horror, action, comedy, action comedy... <laughs> Whatever Showgirls is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, not, not always the greatest performances. Not necessarily saying they're terrible actors, but not the best performances. Indeed, indeed. And we are kind of basing Best Actress based on the roles that we see in the films that we did on the podcast. Indeed. But with that in mind, we do have an excellent list. We do. Starting with Linda Hamilton, The Terminator. Excellent role. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, indeed. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue, The Saint. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Lee, Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With Me. And Amber Heard, The Ward. She did excellent in that movie. She did pretty good. A lot better than uh, Drive Angry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but, you know, material. Fat Steve, who was our winner? Could there be any other winner on this podcast other than Elizabeth Shue, the saint? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Miss Shue, when, uh, when you come to collect your award, we'd like to hear the rest of your speech on... Oh, wait, no, it's a different movie. Never mind. The speech on... Uh... Cold Fusion? Yes. No, that's the movie. That is the movie. That okay. is the movie. <laughs> yes, the your speech on how Cold Fusion works. Yes, I can't wait to hear that. Plus, what was it like kissing Tom Cruise? We really Ooh. want to know. Oh, inquiry minds and, must know. And Ralph Macchio. Mm. And, uh, I don't know, I think that's about it. That's all I can think of. Whoever it? that was that wasn't Paul Rudd at the end of Adventures in Babysitting, I forget. <laughs> what is it like being Steve's fantasy? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. You totally could, though. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Uh, so, yes. Congratulations. Next up, one of my personal favorite awards, the Fuck You Science Award. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> 
We so, <laughs> everything on our podcast. We should rename our podcast from Everything I Learned from Movies to Fuck You Science. <laughs> Pretty much every movie we've ever done could fall in this category. It's true. It's true. That's why breaking breaking it down was very difficult. Uh, <laughs> this award is given to the film or element of a film that just said, you know what? Fuck you, science. We're going to do it our way. And the nominees are... The Mirror Time Machine from Timeline. <laughs> the Medical Science of Face-Off. <laughs> Equal Mass Displacement, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> the Breathing Goggles from Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> Armageddon. <laughs> Just period. On that note, The Core. <laughs> Just all of it. Uh, Sharon Stone's explanation of nocturnal creatures in The Sphere. Oh, fuck her and her face for that one. They're only—they're not poisonous right now. They're nocturnal. Uh, the ending of Lockout. <laughs> you mean Space Jail. Space Jail, yeah. also known as Space Jail, yes. Uh, the third act of Dante's Peak. Uh, head and Shoulders in Evolution. Hey, that almost has legitimate science behind it. Almost, it's a solid almost. theory. Um, speaking of solid theories, the event horizon slash sphere slash the core theory. That is a, that makes all of those movies make a lot more sense. It really kind of does. That is the closest to science on that list. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I don't think it's going to win the award, sweetie. Because it's not, it's more explaining the science as opposed to saying, fuck you, bro. You're right. If I can explain it away. (laughs) But on that note, Steve. Who is our winner? Let me for just the uh, fuck you? What open it? the envelope here. The winner is the core. Just all of it. Every last bit of that fucking <laughs> laser train to hell movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. There we go. <laughs> That's the movie that uh, the rogue si- r- uh, rogue NASA Twitter account would uh, just never stop vomiting if they had to watch. <laughs> so uh congratulations to uh aaron eckhart hillary swank and their chins (laughs) and the next award another one of my favorites oh this is a great great category the most ridiculous accent (laughs) again whittling it down to these top nominees was a trial in itself first off christopher lambert in the highlander universe Sweetie. There can only be one. <laughs> can only be one. <laughs> uh, Tim Curry, Congo. Hulkamahamoka. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves, The Devil's Advocate. Oh, oh baby. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I've seen where the bastard sleeps. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme, Street Fighter. I don't even fucking know where to start with this one. <laughs> I'm gonna kick that son of a bitch bus in Asoha! <laughs> right. Steven Seagal, Maximum Conviction. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> Steven Seagal with a Cajun accent? Well, I went down by the bar, you went down Subtitles, everybody. <laughs> Christopher Eccleston, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. You're like, I don't remember that movie. <laughs> Wait, did we watch that? Um, my name is Destro. 
<laughs> That's right. And Rainbow Dash, My Little Pony, Very Minty Christmas. Oh, darling, it's almost Christmas, darling. Throat punch. <laughs> Honey, the award isn't who you want to throat punch the most. It's who has the most ridiculous accent. Indeed, it is ridiculous. However, there can only be one winner. And it's not who you it's think it is. It's not Christopher Lambert. The winner is... Tim Curry in Congo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. When I grew up as a young boy in Congo, Romania, under the tyranny of Tocharsko, doing good, eating sesame cake. Oh, man. You know, oh, Jesus. I've seen that movie many times since marrying my lovely husband. <laughs> I still, every single time, wait for him to drop the accent and go like, I'm sorry, my name's Rodney, I'm from, like, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm a total, like, I'm I'm a total huckster, I'm so sorry, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just but please get me, happens. get me back to the States, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Perhaps in the sequel. You know what though? Oh wait, he didn't make it through the end. Spoiler alert. Although, in the book, that is a real character. Well, of course it is. It's probably a real Romanian, too. Romanian philanthropist. God damn it, now I'm talking like Tim Curry. <laughs> Alright. Oh, uh, this is a good one. This The next category. Best Ridiculous Explosion. Again, almost every movie that we've ever watched <laughs> on our podcast can qualify for this. Oh, but these are the most ridiculous ones. Oh, yes. Uh, first off... <laughs> Oh shit, Day of the Dolphin. <laughs> Possibly the greatest five seconds of cinema ever. It was the greatest vine that ever vined when vine was vining. <laughs> that was my one vine, everybody. And it and had like a thousand revines. It was mostly me. No, <laughs> That was awesome. Uh, the big slow-mo Claymore vest explosion thingy from Swordfish. <laughs> That's a great scene. It was pretty good. Uh, the Jeep crash in Deep Impact. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was just like, oh, he's off the road. <laughs> like, well, guess he's not making it to the sequel. <laughs> uh, the train crash in Triple X State of the Union. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> fuck that movie. And, uh, basically there's several entries from The Rock and Armageddon. Um, <laughs> and the winner for Most Ridiculous Explosion. In honor of one of our fellow podcasts, Home Video Hustle, because I know that they love it, it is Triple X State of the Union. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and he had to accept the award as Ice Cube himself! No, I just <laughs> And Mr. Cube, when you come to accept the award on behalf of the movie, the special effects team, the director, let's get an interview, because I have some questions about Ghost of Mars. <laughs> so many questions about so many. Mostly, did he get to keep the pants from Ghost of Mars? <laughs> or those breathing goggles. The breathing goggles. All right, next up. Best special effects. Now, we watched some movies with some inc incredible special effects. We've also seen some. We also watched some with awful special effects. Indeed. But that award is coming. <laughs> right. For best special effects, the nominees are Night of the Lepus. For, Never been more terrified of bunnies. For trying to make rabbits intimidating. American Werewolf in London. Oh, that movie's a fucking classic. Indeed. In the Mouth of Madness. Excellent film. Indeed. John Carpenter. Good stuff. Woo! 
pumpkin head. Hey, that pumpkin head suit is legit. Indeed. It's like a alien and a predator had a sweet mud love baby. Yeah, and it became a demon of the Ozarks. <laughs> the fifth element. Can't beat it. Hard yeah. to beat. Decent stuff. And wolf cop. Wolf cop. Ah, it's, I'm a wolf cop. It is ah, a lot better than you think it is. <laughs> the effects are much better than you would think they were. Although I'm not going to lie, the penis transformation scene, I can't watch. <laughs> it's so good, it hurts. Indeed. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Oh. Uh, especially when it just pops right out of the hole. And, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I won't go into any graphic detail. My apologies, everybody. Um, and the winner of Best Special Effects is... American Werewolf in London. The, I mean... It's yeah. basically the reason we have awards for special effects, right? Yeah, like literally the reason why there's an uh, an award for special effects. That movie's a classic. Indeed, indeed. Oh, there we go. There we go. A little delay on everybody there. Woo. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. Up, the best example of how not to CGI or 3D. Oh, these are... Um... These are some people who probably should have taken a few more classes. First up, Ultraviolet. The, uh, you guys have seen it, right? Yeah. Oh, they listened to this podcast and heard us complain about it. <laughs> Eon Flux. Wait, is that different than Ultraviolet? Slightly. Uh, <laughs> Eon Flux has an Academy Award winning African American actress. Ah. Viola Davis? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Charlize Theron. That's right. <laughs> uh, Catwoman. Ugh. Also has an Academy Award winning African American actress. Tri- Viola Davis? Halle <laughs> Berry. <laughs> Drive Angry. Oh, that whole movie. All of it. <laughs> that movie's awesome. That There's movie is awesome, silence. but... <laughs> you know what? The opening scene of that movie... That's that's really like all you need to know. Yeah, 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 pretty much. The Last Airbender. Oh Jesus. M. M. Night. Night. What's wrong with you, <laughs> M. Night? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Double team, mainly for the final explosion. Final at the explosion. Coliseum with tigers and coke machines. And, <laughs> so many coke machines. Uh, the CGI crocodiles in Eraser. Ugh. Uh, big shout out to uh, Elisa and Jarrett with Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In Podcast. Gojira. Gojira. The 1998 version of Gojira. Yeah. And the Parasine in G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. <sighs> you, don't, you probably don't remember that. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Uh, Jaws 3. <laughs> just all of it? Just all of it. The rubber sharks. Oh my god, this where the it's like that floating shark toy yes. they're like trying to pretend. Eh. Yeah. Uh the three D okay. Um Shark Lake. Oh Jesus. Almost as bad as Jaws three. Oh yeah, well, it's actually a little better than Jaws three. <laughs> On a budget of like twenty grand, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. Oh, fuck that scene with the velociraptors in the water <laughs> jumping into the river. Uh, and the winner for best example of how not to CGI or 3D is Cowboys versus Dinosaurs because fuck that scene with the velociraptor in the river. No, 
No, I'm sorry. I know they didn't have a budget. They could have tried. Yeah. They did not try. All right, you're winning them over. Good job, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and now, oh my gosh. Oh, this, this is a big one. This is a big one. Best death in an EILFM movie. Oh, man. All right, like, this is tough because, again, what makes so many of these really, really great, questionably great movies so good is an epic death scene, usually with an awesome explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. The nominees are The Bad Guys in Day of the Dolphin. Yeah. A.K.A. See Best Explosions. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, Peter Coyote in T- Time Rider, Legend of Lin Swan. <laughs> Taken off at the ankles by a helicopter <laughs> that came back through time. <laughs> uh, Buzzsaw, The Running Man. <laughs> right up the middle. Uh, the Rocket Man in The Rock. Uh, Tony Todd in The Rock. There we go. That's the, do you know The Rocket Man? That's you. You're The Rocket Man. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. (laughs) Too many motherfucking shots in this submarine. (laughs) John Travolta, Broken Arrow. It is quite elaborate, but it also involves a rocket being shot into his chest (laughs) on a train. Anyway, Matthew McConaughey in Reign of Fire. As stated earlier, <laughs> jumping off of a tower towards a dragon with an axe. <laughs> and killer clowns from outer space. Um, I'll go with the guy getting cream pie to death. I'm going to go ahead and go with the shadow dinosaur eating people. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Although, just dying in a cocoon of uh, cotton candy. Ooh, there's also uh, John Vernon getting the uh, the puppet. Action. Oh my god, he got puppeted. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good ones in uh, Killer Clown from Outer much Space. all of the kills in Killer Clown from Outer Space. <laughs> but there can only be one winner. There can only be one. And the winner for best death in a EILFM movie you is... You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this might be one of the best death scenes of all time. Uh, it's going to be hard to top ever. One of the most me- Definitely one of the most memorable of all time of any movie. Samuel L. Jackson... Deep blue sea. There we go. Yeah. There, oh. there really was no competition. Those are all great death <laughs> scenes. That is so freaking hard to beat. He has his big epic speech. You think water's fast? You should see ice. It moves like it has a mind. Like it knows it killed the world once. It got a taste for murder. When the avalanche came, took us a week to climb out and somewhere we lost hope now I don't know exactly when we turned on each other I just know that seven of us survived the slide and only five made it out now we took an oath that I'm breaking now swore that we said it was the snow that killed the other two Nature can be lethal, but it doesn't hold a candle to man. Now you've seen how bad things can get 
and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here. First, we're going to seal off this... next award best chase scene <laughs> also a tough one many of our movies involve chases indeed it's always about the pursuit the pursuit of perfection or whatever these were um <laughs> the nominees are ground force one in white house down oh doing donuts on the lawn of the white house indeed. and then flipping upside down into the swimming pool oh, good stuff uh faster the entire movie? Pretty much the entire movie. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of chase scenes in that one. The Rock. The Humvee going through the streets of San Francisco. Face Off. The final chase scene. It involves boats. Oh my god. You know what? I often forget that there's boats in that movie until <laughs> that scene comes on and then I'm like, that's right! There are motherfucking boats in this movie! <laughs> the Terminator. Pretty much all of it. Yeah, the, the, the LAPD chase scene, like, oh. going through the tunnel and 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 he, the explosives, all kinds of stuff. Because the reality is, the entire movie is a chase scene. It really is. It really is. But it, primarily the the final one because that has more explosions and yes, motorcycles and, and and pipe bombs and yeah. <laughs> and Christine for the scene where there's a flaming uh, Plymouth Fury chasing after Buddy. That is a great scene. It is a great scene. I mean... But is yeah. it the best chase scene? Oh, there's so many good chase scenes. And the winner is... Sir Nicholas Cage. Sir Nicholas Cage, congratulations! Please, sir, come pick up your award. For the wonderful chase scene of which you were part of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> up uh, next. Up next. Best fight scene. Ooh. Again, another tough one to whittle down because so many of our movies involve a good fight scene. And the nominees are... All of Big Trouble in Little China. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, The Stampede Scene. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Mickey Rourke in, a Colise in the Coliseum of Double Team. The Rooftop of Notre Dame in The Three Musketeers. Guile versus Bison in Street Fighter. The Park Ranger and Max in Broken Arrow. And all of Robo Geisha. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some great fight scenes. <laughs> Those are some freaking great ones. But on that list, what is the one that sticks out in your mind as the most original, the most fighty, the <laughs> most sceny? My fighty sense is tingling. No. Um, the winner for best fight scene. In an EILFM movie. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter for the stampede scene. Congratulations! <laughs> oh. 
they throw a fucking horse at each other. <laughs> How, you can't top that. A vampire throws a horse at Abraham Lincoln. That's true. A vampire throws a horse at Abraham Lincoln. When that movie was coming out and everybody was like, no, this is a piece of bullshit. I saw that in one of the commercials and was like, I don't care about the rest of the movie. I'm in. Sold. Sold. <laughs> uh, but for every incredible award, there also has to be a little bit of uh, humility. Little... We've watched a couple of movies in the <sighs> past couple of years that we can't get that time back. And so we award the can't get that back award. Little moments of our life lost forever. Little two hour chunks. We just flushed down the toilet. Flush it right down. <laughs> At least uh, we were there together. Indeed. Thank you for being my rock. Thank you for being my, my Armageddon. Armageddon. No, my Con Air. <laughs> Thank you for being my Nicolas Cage. <laughs> hey, Tom, babe. So the nominees for Can't Get That Back Award. Uh, <laughs> Revolution. Uh, Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. Fuck the space clown balloons. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck them all back to the hell which they came from. Indeed. Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. There was no Book of Shadows. There wasn't even a Blair Witch. There wasn't even a 2... Oh. Okay. <laughs> Gem and the Holograms. Uh, and Pokemon 2000. Hey, that's a great movie. I, I'm i sorry, sweetie. Those were the nominees. <laughs> I feel like this list might be skewed a little bit. Might be. So, Steve, of these fine, fine wastes of time, which one are you the most angry at? I'm going to have to go with one we didn't even watch all the way through. We fast-forwarded through that bullshit. Gem and the Holograms. Fuck you in your face. <laughs> yeah, take that, Gem. And you know what? Fuck you for abusing your fans at the end. All those lovely people who sent in about how much they loved Gem and the Holograms, the show, and then you used it at the end of your movie to try and make it seem like they liked this like 12-year-old prostitute that you got to have a movie about, I don't know... Bitch who can't control her feelings, mom who's bad with money, and a stupid robot nobody gives a shit about? That's right. Angry Red! Sick burn! Nerd Rage! <laughs> Nerd! Uh, so bring us back up. Well, a little bit. <laughs> our most questionable hero. Oh, man. A lot of our heroes have questionable motives. Like... People where you could take the exact same movie and if you just cut it slightly different, this person is the villain instead of the hero. Indeed. Like, you don't have to change the script or maybe a little bit of the music and yeah, just some of the cuts. Yeah, a few music notes and maybe a little darker lighting. Yeah. Yeah. You got the makings of a serial killer. And the, the nominees for Most Questionable Hero are Lincoln Hawk in Over the Top. He should be in jail. He should be in jail multiple times. He definitely should not be in charge of a child. Yeah, indeed. Cheryl Lee in Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With Me. Mm. Or I guess Laura Palmer, I guess, is her yes, name. is the character. Yeah, Laura Palmer in Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With uh, Me. Yeah, yeah. Honey, spoiler alert, she doesn't make it to see the consequences of her actions. What? <laughs> Nomi Malone in Showgirls. Do we even count her as a hero? 
<laughs> I mean, she is the focus of the story, and it's true. she does technically have a character arc. We're, we're rooting for her? Mm, I mean, <laughs> we're rooting for certain things to happen to her, like, <laughs> oh, my top. <laughs> James Woods in Vampires. I forget his character's name. I You know what? It doesn't even matter. It's yeah. James Woods in one of his finest roles. Indeed. Oh, I love that character, but yeah, he's definitely not a guy I want to invite over for dinner. <laughs> the Blues Brothers in Blues Brothers 2000. They are assholes to everyone! <laughs> Father Lamont in Exorcist II, The Heretic. <laughs> you love that movie. And yes, he is not Pazuzu. a priest. <laughs> Pazuzu! <laughs> Nicholas Cage in Firebirds. He's not a good dude! <laughs> he's got a rapey vibe. Super. And, speaking of which, Colonel Carlson in Life Force. <laughs> oh, Steve. These are all bad people. They really are. But, who is the worst? Who was the one where you'd have to do the least amount of changes to this movie to just make them the villain of the story? The winner of Most Questionable Hero is... Nomi Malone, Showgirls. Yes. Yes, I know. I know. They got all your money when it came out. Ah, showgirls. Uh. Oh, but you got to have her see her have a, a seizure orgasm in a pool. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> all right, now uh, is a big one. Oh, the yes. The best theme music that has appeared on everything I learned from movies up until this point. We've had many great theme music, but the nominees are... Life Force theme by Harry Mancini. Deepest Bluest by LL Cool J. Deepest Bluest, my head is like a shark's fin with no arms and short sleeves. The theme to Wolf Cop. Lep in the Hood by Warwick Davis. <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood. I come from the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Lep in the Hood, come to do no good. Lep in the Hood, come to do no good. And Transylvania 6, 5000 by Oingo Boingo. 
Transylvania 6. 5,000. If you need to, need to reach me, you can call me. This is where I'll be. Transylvania 6. And the winner of the finest music selection to have appeared on everything I learned from movies up until this point is... Life Force by Henry Mancini. (laughs) Congratulations, Mr. Mancini. You may collect your reward anytime you wish from us. He's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Also, I have questions. Like, did you rip off NFL films or did they rip you off? <laughs> because... I'm sure there's some collaboration as well. Like, maybe... <laughs> How many songs did you write for NFL films? <laughs> All right. And the next award in the Everything I Learned From Movies Awards. Best Cameo. <laughs> Presented by Stan Lee, Excelsior! No, I was kidding. <laughs> First up, Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element. Bruce Campbell in Congo. Fuck you, I love that movie. <laughs> Bill Paxton in The Terminator. Hulk Hogan in Gremlins 2, The New Batch. James Earl Jones in Exorcist 2, The Heretic. Azuzu! (laughs) The Russian fighter pilot in Firebirds. (laughs) The bad guy of the film? (laughs) Who is not Sven Ol Thorsen, I just want to point out. Although he looks a lot like him. (laughs) David Bowie in Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With Me. (laughs) Wait. That's right, he was in that that movie. (laughs) And Ashley Judd in Olympus Has Fallen. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, it's cameo! <laughs> and the award for best cameo goes to. David Bowie, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. Yay. Fuck you, he is in that movie. We're pretty sure. Yeah. He <laughs> the was, characters are pretty sure he was in He was, was in, that in movie. something and then forced into that movie. Uh, he was definitely hologrammed in. <laughs> <laughs> that. that <laughs> That is That was literally the first part of that movie where I was just like what the fuck is happening right now? Definitely. That's just one of those scenes where you're just like what? And now we've come to the biggest awards, the land of the evening. The awards that mean the most to our podcast, everything I learned from movies. So much so they're referenced in our song Best One Liner. And the nominees are... Losers always whine about their best. The Rock. If you've got ass blasters, you've got graboids. Tremors 5 bloodlines. Just because I have the joy of killing your family inside me doesn't mean we can't be friends. Virtuosity. I'll be back. The Terminator. We're leaving. Event Horizon. Do you think the Gremsters can handle the Hulkster? Gremlins 2. I'm gonna kick that some of my bitch bison ass so hot. 
Guile and Street Fire. Pa is not Day of the Dolphin. Multiple lines from Face Off. <laughs> Basically every line of that movie. Is Basically every line of that movie. But there can only be one. The best one-liner from an everything I've learned from movies movie thusly is... Tremors 5, Bloodlines. Woo! Congratulations, Michael Gross. Again, we would also like to interview you. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, please. I have so many questions. That one had to win for our particular podcast, honey, because I think that's the most quoted uh, line from our podcast. Partially because that was the first movie we ever reviewed. That's right. It was the inspiration. <laughs> Good stuff. Be- in fact, that's the inspiration for the title of our podcast. That is what we learned from that movie. That's true. That's right. And uh, the, the Cradle of Mankind. Apparently it's a real place. It is a real place. Yeah, I didn't know that. <clears throat> that's why I learned it from movies. Woo! The next category, also mentioned in our theme song, Biggest Plot Hole. And the nominees are all of the core. How Sylvester Stallone is not in jail in Over the Top. Why nobody is after Caster Troy after the breakout in Face Off. The Time Rider Grandpa Paradox. Street Fighter and Guile's impending court martial. <laughs> and the winner of the biggest plot hole is The Core. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know, I know. I'm opposed to giving the core so many awards, too, but, I mean, Honey, they're not good awards, right? Ah, oh, come on. Honey, you have to give credit where credit's due. Pay the devil his dues. <laughs> He's an absentee landlord! <laughs> right. Oh, why is that not the best one landlord? <laughs> where does he fuck? Neck is a border town. <laughs> Woman's neck is like a border town. <laughs> Best one-liner. All of Devil's Advocate. Best movie that's entirely one-liners. Face off for the Devil's Advocate. Ooh, I don't know if I can pick. Don't make me pick. (laughs) Luckily, you won't have to. All right. And one of my personal favorite awards. Most Gratuitous Boobies. And the nominees for Most Gratuitous Boobies are... Natasha Henstridge in Species. Cheryl Lee in Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. Matilda May in Life Force. Deborah Unger in Highlander 3. Alana Shaw in Double Impact. All of Showgirls. (laughs) (laughs) Trying on Clothes in The Devil's Advocate. The Witches Coven and Alicia Witt in Four Rooms. Halle Berry in Swordfish. Cha-ching! Lucy and the Three Wives in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dead Chick in the Tub in Event Horizon. Gina Davis in Transylvania 6 5000. And Monica Bellucci in Brotherhood of the Wolf. And the winner of Best Gratuitous Boobies and in Everything I Learned from Movies Film is... Sorry I passed out from remembering back on all those wonderful scenes. Did we did we get through all of them? And the most gratuitous movies oh. are Uh it really has to go to Matilda May and Life Force. Yeah, pretty much that entire movie is her 
absolutely perfect body. Only seven minutes of screen time. That's what's so amazing about it. it That's feels all they like want so on much more in the best way. It really does. It's like she's in slow motion. <laughs> she really has a perfect body. Mm. I don't know. What, what do you guys think about Matilda's Matilda May's body? Anybody out there a little fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Anyone like it when she put clothes on? Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Up next, something very near and dear to our heart. The beer of the year. Indeed. As you all know, we review multiple beers every episode. More beers than movies this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Every year. Every there year. should be. We do multiple beers per movie. Exactly. <laughs> but there can only be one. And the winner for beer of the year is Anchor Porter and Ankle Barrel Aged Porter. Woo! Woo! Get your hands on that shit. We've had so many good beers, but holy fuck, I just, like, that's just, that's, that's what I want. It's good beer. <laughs> I don't want to incite me. So, uh, yeah, basically Anchor Beer. Check it out. If you can find yeah. it anywhere, it's good stuff. Sweetie, I propose a toast. Yes. We have a very special treat. We are also avid homebrewers. I know we haven't uh, talked about our homebrews much on the podcast lately, mostly because we just haven't had time. <laughs> But we have some of our barrel-aged imperial stouts that we'd like to call birthday cake. Woo! Uh, we have our first one and our second one. The first one's, what, three years old now? Uh, maybe four. And then year after that, this one's almost two years old. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try these out and see if they're uh, still popping. Mm-hmm. I got a cup. All right. First up, we're going to go with birthday cake Numero uno. This is the three plus year one. This oh, is. There's a little carbonation. That's a good sign. Woo. And the pour. Birthday cake number one. All right. This is a dark beer with ruby highlights. Mm, holy cow, it smells oh, wow. like bourbon. It really does. Oh, also, both of these beers were aged in uh, seven stills, five-gallon whiskey barrels. Mm -hmm. One was in a choconut barrel, and one was in the other one. <laughs> uh, wasn't whip nose. I think it was. Uh, I think it was it a was choconut as well, right? No, it was one whip nose because we gave the choconut to Ben. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, one's in a whip nose barrel, and one is in a choconut. Holy shit, honey. This is this delicious. Is still delicious. It oh is chocolatey. It is bourbony. It is... Mmm. Mmm. It's uh, very dry, but I think that just means it's about 15% alcohol. Woo! <laughs> it is... Um, it's caramely. It yeah. is getting a little bit of sherry on it from age. Yeah, a little bit. But in a, a little good bit of way. Yeah. The, like, the sherry doesn't take away from it. Yeah. This is really good. Mmm. I am impressed with this. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next up, birthday cake version 2.0. Indeed. Pop the top on this guy. My birthday cake, cake, cake. I don't know why there's cat hair all over everything. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Jingle those keys louder, baby. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to wipe your pickles off it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pop the top. 
That one doesn't have a whole lot of carbonation on it. Let's uh, do the pour. All right. Mm. This is also a very dark beer with some ruby highlights. Ooh, this also smells of bourbon. <laughs> it does smell. <laughs> it smells of bourbon. Yeah. Steve's gone in for the taste. He's swirling it around. Mm, we could definitely use... Yeah, it's flat. That definitely um, it's lost the carbonation, but yeah, still very similar to uh, yeah the last one. Same highlights yeah, like with the chocolate notes and lots of bourbon. Yeah, not a bad mm. beer at all. Yeah, got a little bit of that that cherry, a little vanilla. Yeah, yeah. little oak. Wow. Goddamn. That was pretty good stuff. Too oh. bad it doesn't have a little carbonation. Give it a little. Uh, a little bubblier mouthfeel and stuff. Break it up a bit. You know what I'm hearing? We may have to blend it with an anchor porter. <gasps> Give it a little extra carbonation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Steve, to the beverages and more! To the beverages and more. All right, and now for the big award. The greatest award that was ever awarded during an award show award. <laughs> That's right. This one goes to our lovely fans out there. Uh, this is for the big uh, Japan prize package that Woo! we uh, brought all the way from the land of the rising sun. We hauled it back literally on our backs. Indeed. Yeah, and backpacks. Yeah, like, yeah. not even carry-on. Personalized. No, we walked home from the BART. That's right. <laughs> what is the BART, you yeah. may ask, Barrier Rapid Transit? Uh, and to enter, uh, all you had to do was uh, give us a little five-star review <clears throat> Excuse me, on iTunes or Woo! Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. And now, we draw from the cup. And the winner is Miss Zombie Kitty at Z Kitty Podcast. Woo! Congratulations! Oh my Woo! god, I'm so excited! Congratulations, well, Zombie Kitty! Yeah, we'll uh, be reaching out to you shortly to get that out to you. But a big thank you to everybody. And uh, mm -hmm. as mentioned earlier, in 2018, we're really looking to do a lot more of these giveaways and mm -hmm. yeah, just get everybody involved. Cause... And you know what? We had such a huge response from this. I feel bad only awarding one big, huge prize package. Indeed. We're going to have a couple of consolation prizes, too, for people who have really been good about getting the podcast out there and showing all of their support and love. So yeah, we really do appreciate it so yeah we'll, we'll give you a little something yeah <laughs> but keep your eyes out for uh, other contest enders because they're coming up yes i mean and also if you become a patreon we can take more trips and bring back more awesome stuff to give to you guys so <laughs> absolutely it's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> and again thank you everyone for listening to this episode Hopefully the uh, production value is half as good as I imagined in my head. <laughs> Woo! It's the greatest award show we have ever put on. Absolutely. The greatest award show <laughs> everything I've learned from movies has done to date. But hey, we're going to get bigger and better next year. Yeah, it's going to be great. And if you want to get involved out there, hit us up on the Twitter. Hit us up on the Facebook. We would love to work you into our master plans for world domination and podcasting. Absolutely. And... Frankly, we just need more time and more money. And if you'd like to donate, we're on Patreon. But you yes. probably already heard us whine about Please that. Please donate me an hour or two each day. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> and if you're into art, Izzy makes some amazing art. Yeah. If uh, if you find that you need some gifts or you need to, uh, not gifts, <laughs> gifts with a T. Um, if you find you need to brighten up your home or your life for the new year, Check out uh, on Etsy, Untidy Venus is my shop name. 
She is an untidy Venus. Uh, but yeah, I've got a monster movie monsters who love kittens. Life cycles of some great movie monsters. Just some fun stuff. Rainbow horses, Pokemans, all kinds of good stuff. Indeed, There's more stuff every day too. So check it out and check it out so frequently. Oh, uh, so until next time, I'm Steve and I'm drunk, and this is everything, everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We love you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, oh my gosh, what's going on? Oh, guys, come on, stop. That's amazing. Oh. This oh. is my humble, humble husband right here. Oh, stop it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Woo, Steve, let's drink this beer. Indeed. <laughs>